welcome to Horse Magic, a podcast on turning toward and tending to our sexual trauma in a way that is beautiful and gentle. My name is Jamila Jackson, and I work to integrate the healing power of horses, nature, and the internal family systems model to offer you hope, inspiration, and most importantly, education on a way of tending to sexual trauma that doesn't make you feel icky or sick with dread. In this podcast, I offer many levels of information, and as you listen, it's okay if you don't get it all. Trust that your body and spirit will receive what you need, and you're welcome to come back and listen to each episode as many times as you want. Welcome to the first episode of my podcast. I'm so happy that you're here and that you're listening. So I don't know if you read this as a kid, but there's a children's book called Fortunately by Remy Charlip. And it's about a kid who goes on this journey and challenges keep arising for him. For example, the main part that I always remember is that somehow he ends up in this little red plane. I think it's red. And unfortunately, something starts to happen to the plane. I think the motor goes out or it starts to malfunction and he has to jump out. But fortunately, he has a parachute with him in the plane. So he puts a parachute on, he jumps out and it's going fine until something doesn't feel right. And he looks up and unfortunately, there's a hole in the parachute. So now he's kind of free falling and he's scared. He looks down and fortunately, there is a haystack, a huge, big, fluffy pile of hay right beneath him to cushion his fall. But as he starts to fall and fall closer, he sees that unfortunately, there's a pitchfork sticking right up out of the hay with its spikes pointing straight in the air. But fortunately, he misses the pitchfork and he lands in the soft hay. And so it goes on like this, fortunately, unfortunately, fortunately, unfortunately. And I was reminded of this book because we are all going to have challenges on our healing path. We're going to hit moments of crisis, like the unfortunately moments in the book. But fortunately, nature holds so much medicine for us, so many solutions. And I made this podcast to offer you gentle ways of moving through your challenges on your healing journey, to offer you fortunately. So to begin this episode, I'm going to briefly describe a challenge, an unfortunately. But don't worry, there is a really good fortunately that comes right after. So unfortunately, sexual trauma is an extremely widespread phenomenon that affects so many of us. Now you might be able to name that this is something you struggle with, or you may just have a lurking sense that part of you is not okay, that something's wrong. You may have been carrying around a feeling that you need to heal this part of yourself someday, but it feels way too hard to begin, maybe even impossible. You may sense that this part of you is connected to some of the struggles that you are having with your body, with your relationships, in your life, and maybe even in your finances. You may think about wanting to take steps towards healing, 
You may even know that you need to take steps towards healing. But when you think about it, your body becomes hazy or disoriented or numb. Or you become checked out or terrified or you feel lost or shut down. And that is because no matter what is happening in our mind, trauma exists in the body. These symptoms are a protective measure that our bodies take to shield us from the immense pain and fear that we experienced in the past. This is a protection that makes so much sense and it's a gift from our body. What we need is a way of approaching healing that doesn't make us feel sick with dread. Now here is the fortunately, I have some very good news. Fortunately, there is a way to approach sexual trauma that is gentle and beautiful. And we don't need to delve into details about our own memories to begin our healing journey. We can start with something beautiful. I want to invite you to walk this gentle and beautiful path with me. The first stop we will make is to visit the flowers and the horses. I'm going to share a story about a flower and about horse breath. And this is the gentleness that I'm talking about. There is power in the gentleness. And I think this story will share some of the medicine that the earth holds for us. And hopefully it will act as an initiation for you into the wisdom of the particular flower I'm going to talk about in this episode. And if you don't know what a flower essence is, I would like to share with you for a moment. A flower essence is a vibrational medicine that is created through allowing the sun or the moon to transfer the energetic signature of a flower into water. And so a flower essence is water that's essentially been charged with the spirit of a flower. And it works really powerfully on our energetic bodies because it's a vibrational medicine. So it can help us with emotion and deep imprints in the mind and the psyche. In the next section of the podcast, I'll talk about a flower essence that I made. I knew that it was quite a special batch. And so I made a lot of it so that I could share it with others. And if you want to order a bottle of the exact essence I talk about in the story I'm about to tell, you can email me. My email is in the show notes. I love the flower essence echinacea, and I'll tell you why. When I first learned about this essence, I was taking a flower essence course from my teacher, Brooke Sullivan, and she teaches through a school called the Wild Temple School. She's so great, so go check her out if you're interested in flower essences. So she was describing the flower essence echinacea, and she said, you know, if I was to go down to the border and to offer anything to these kids who are being separated from their families, from their parents, I would bring echinacea flower essence because it relates to experiences like war or violence or trauma that shatter us to our core. And what it helps to do is to pull these fractured pieces of us back together, back to a central core. The essence really returns us to a sense of wholeness through experiencing the interconnectedness of life. 
And when she said this, I I just felt so strongly because I've always had such an agony every time I hear about kids experiencing losing their parents to war and to violence and to colonization. That hits me so strongly. And so as soon as she brought it up, I was right there. My heart is so alive with compassion and grief around this reality in our world. And through her talking about this essence, I was really experiencing an initiation into the wisdom of this flower. I understood that Echinacea gracefully acknowledges the horror of what has happened or what is happening. And it offers us the opportunity to name truth and to bring the depth of medicine that is needed because we are recognizing that this is a situation of war. This is terrifying. And I would like to offer that when we experience sexual violence, it is also a situation of war. And our culture normalizes sexual violence. Our media is saturated with it. The truth of the matter is this experience is an incredible violation to our boundaries and to our consent and to our sovereignty. And it wounds us so deeply that it is a tactic used to disempower us and to disconnect us from our sovereignty. And that is war. And so to acknowledge that with the echinacea flower essence, I felt was this incredible gift of compassion from this flower, this spirit. So there's echinacea growing on the land where I work with the horses. And I made a batch of echinacea flower essence right in the center of the herd. To make a flower essence, you first spend time with the plant And then you offer the plant something, a prayer, a song, a gift of some kind. And then if you feel you have permission, you cut one or more of the flowers into a bowl of spring water and you can leave it in the sun for two to three hours. You can also leave it overnight under the moon. And water is always listening. And the sun supports the water to remember and become imbued with the energetic imprint of the flower. So as I was making this essence, after the time had passed and I was pouring the essence into a jar, this beautiful horse, a wise and ethereal white mare, came forward and exhaled this long and very intentional breath into the jar. And horses work so much with breath as medicine. So she was blessing this essence, providing a connection through the essence to the spirit and life force and power of the horse and the herd. So having this essence that is blessed with the breath of the horse is this incredible collaboration by two beings that embody a very similar dharma. With the echinacea flower, you can see that its center has all of these tiny, strong, bristle-like little flowers that make up its core. And this is a very solid core that is a constellation of many parts. It's an aspect of its energetic signature, which is what Brooke was referring to when she talked about the fact that it is medicine for when we experience violence that shatters us to our core. And the horses live in herds that are made up of these individuals with their own personalities that are linked in a unified consciousness this deep listening togetherness. 
And the horses open for us the possibility for every single part of who we are to be welcomed, to belong in the herd. Many people speak of having emotionally healing experiences with horses. They somehow draw forth our deepest and truest feelings and are loving enough that we can have these incredible emotional releases in their presence. I love to talk about the fact that in the herd, the H-E-R-D, the way that horses gather, the way they can teach us to gather, each part of us can be heard, H-E-A-R-D, because there is that much listening. There is that much witness. So I began to include this horse-blessed flower essence in my own trauma healing journey. I remember the first time that I got the thought to take it. I was in a very, very familiar feeling. I felt this overwhelming and horrible sensation in my body. I didn't even really know what it was happening. I couldn't quite put my finger on it. All I knew was that my body was such an uncomfortable place to be that I just felt frozen and kind of shocked. And this feeling would show up often for me. So I took the essence, echinacea, and suddenly it was almost as if there was this friend there that was saying, yeah, let me gently hold this context for you. A part of you is wounded from a war on your body, on your soul that the culture is perpetuating. Let's just pause there and acknowledge that. Acknowledge the severity of the pain that you're feeling and that there's a reason for it. Because when we can name the truth, then we can begin to heal it. And I really felt the echinacea continue to speak to me saying, instead of looking for relief in the belief in the principle of rushing this part's healing, of trying to cure it or fix it, let's turn instead towards connection. Let's acknowledge this part exists. It's a part of you. And you are linking in now with something greater. So this part of you has permission to exist in the constellation of yourself. In the arrangement of your psyche, this part of you can exist because you're being stabilized and supported enough. So this was incredibly powerful. I felt the essence begin that permission process for me. And something in my body began to soften. There was something alleviated in my body. Some of the freeze began to melt. And I could feel my body and stay a little bit more present there. And I suddenly had access to the compassion I needed in the moment to make a choice that was filled with medicine. I thought, oh gosh, I have this feeling beginning to flood up. This part of me is showing up in my consciousness that's holding so much pain. And there's a reason that I experienced that much pain. And this plant spirit, this plant ally with me is acknowledging that reason. And together we can now tend to my body with something that is medicinal, like a bath or a cup of healing tea or a song, or even just the recognition that I deserve compassion right now. To illuminate even further the medicine that this plan is offering, I want to tell you about a conversation that I had with my cousin, Mahesh, who is a therapist. He and I were talking about psychosis, 
And he talked a lot about how often psychosis occurs when our reality is denied. So the point that I want to underscore is that to experience violence that shatters you to your core, and then also to experience having that reality be denied in any way is terrifying. And our reality can be denied in so many ways, one of which is that sexual violence saturates our culture. We have lots of language for it, and it's freely discussed in the media. However, the topic of sexual trauma is taboo to talk about. And because of this, there's a strong feeling of shame that many of us hold that seems to float in the air around this topic. And not many people have the language or the capacity to have a loving, safe, and grounded conversation about it. So we rarely find the support to name our experience and access solidarity. We often suffer in silence and experience isolation, anxiety, depression, and other overwhelming feelings. Another way our reality gets denied is if we try to talk about what happened and we get shut down. If our reality is denied by us getting silenced, threatened, attacked, or punished in response to what we have lived through, we are going to feel terrified at a level that creates more trauma and fragments our foundation, our sense of self, and our wholeness. This gift of both echinacea flower essence and of horses is profound because they ease just that, the terror of having our reality denied. The compassionate acknowledgement is the medicine. The compassionate acknowledgement creates immense relief. And that, in and of itself, is care. And the amazing thing is that when we bring these wounded parts of ourselves to these particular allies, the plant ally and the animal ally, the horse and the echinacea flower are not afraid of our experience or of our feelings. They are not interested in asking any parts to be quiet, to go away, or to heal quickly because we need to get rid of their feelings. They're not overwhelmed or ashamed by our reality, and they have no need to deny it. They can see all of us and accept all of us, no matter how broken, wounded, or shattered. This level of witness, love, and recognition creates a shift for us. It creates enough support for us to be able to acknowledge our own truth, which means we are able to be present. And in the present, connected with our allies, we can take appropriate action. We can take care of ourselves. We can bring healing to our whole system and our whole body in a way that is compassionately responsive to the severity of what happened to us. We can release our shame and learn about true healing. We can reawaken to the sacred medicines that are being gifted to us from the earth as strength to retrieve and maintain our sovereignty, our ability to govern our own energies and the energies that come into our space through our power to heal and to create. so much for listening to today's episode. I hope that it was nourishing for you. If you are interested in learning more about my work, I invite you to visit my website, 
embodiedleadershipproject.org or my Instagram, embodied.leadership.project. And if you're desiring to order some of the exact flower essence that I mentioned today, the echinacea flower essence charged with the horse's breath, please email me at embodiedleadershipproject at gmail.com. Thanks so much. Have a blessed day.